Welcome to the Red Dove Podcast. We are female storytellers and our stories center on Black women, activism, and mental health. I'm Rainey. And I'm Liz. And tonight we wanted to talk about a really cool new new-ish uh, activism initiative going on in Atlanta. And just right off the top, our source material tonight is uh, from One Million Experiments. It is a uh, Marine Kaba is putting it together uh, with some other groups and the names escape me at the moment. I apologize, but if you go to One Million Experiments, it is a database of activism, of um, transformative justice programs going on throughout the country. And tonight we wanted to talk about PAD also known as the Policing Alternatives and Diversion Initiative in Atlanta and Fulton County, Georgia. They work to reduce arrest and incarceration of people experiencing extreme poverty, problematic substance abuse or substance use or mental health concerns and to increase the accessibility of supportive services in Atlanta and Fulton County. PAD initiative was born out of the work and visions of Atlantans directly impacted by policing and incarceration and committed to a new approach to community safety and wellness. Back in 2013, um, there's a group called SNAPCO, which is uh, Solutions Not Punishment Collaborative. It is a group leaders of queer and trans people of color They formed this group and it's a grassroots organizing campaign to defeat a banishment ordinance that was targeting sex workers in Atlanta's Midtown neighborhood. I love that. Yes. Stop penalizing sex workers. We give it away for free. What's the problem with making money off of it? I agree. And don't you find the, the, the biggest danger is having to deal with uh, the customers or the, the police really it's it's rarely the act itself no I mean and we have so many ways to I mean like I think it's legal in Nevada and you know like they have whole brothels that are set up where you know they get tested all the time you have to you know be safe and I mean again it, it, I, I could get on tinder right now and go find a dude and hook up and have sex tonight if I wanted to and it's not a big deal. The minute that money is exchanged, now suddenly it's a crime. It's a crime to get paid for something I would give away for free or not even give away. Like I would bestow upon. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, cause giving makes it sound like it's like, you know, I don't know, a sacrifice. And <laughs> if you're doing it right, it's not. Um, but <laughs> I give you my firstborn. That kind of- <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean like just, Mind your damn business. Who cares? As long as everybody is consenting and of legal age, I don't give a shit. And we, nobody else should either. Agreed. So that, okay. So then 2015, um, well, I'm sorry. And well, Snap also, they, they kind of broadened their group. They broadened the coalition of various Atlanta citizens um, into a larger grassroots initiative. 
And their focus was really like criminal justice reform and uh, they were proposing more effective approaches to public safety. Okay, 2015, community leaders, legal system partners and elected officials traveled to Seattle to learn about LEAD, Law Enforcement Assisted Diversion and the Atlanta City Council and Fulton County Board of Commissioners unanimously voted to establish the, quote, PAD design team. So right off the back, thank you, um, trans women of color, Black trans women of color, because they were at the heart of this. And through their efforts, it grew and grew and grew. And then, boom, we have PAD. What is it? 2016 PAD design team. Uh, That included representatives from local criminal justice agencies, local governments, neighborhood and faith leaders, social service providers. They launched this 18 month process and designed a local pilot of a diversion and care navigation strategy based on the lead model. Fast forward 2017, PAD uh, is born. PAD began accepting diversions in October 2017 in four Atlanta Police Department beats. Wow. They, yeah, they provided immediate immediate alternatives to arrest for certain circumstances. Through PAD, Atlanta Police Department and the Metropolitan Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority, or MARTA, Police officers were able to divert individuals detained for law violations related to mental health, substance use, and extreme poverty. PAD also accepted community referrals through the City of Atlanta 311 non-emergency city service line uh, for quality of life concerns, which is like um, people, you know, threatening to kill themselves and it's like if you google uh the best way to kill yourself suicide by cop comes up i was listening to uh, an interview of somebody who's doing this i want to say it's in oregon i forget what their program is but that's what they said and they said so like when you divert these mental health kind of uh, crises to paid unarmed professionals you're like you're saving the city money but you're also saving a life because what this person was saying during his interview was that he comes up to the person he's like look man i'm not a cop i don't have a gun you're not taking your life with me and then so it's like it opens this dialogue with the person experiencing the crisis to kind of connect the dots like what's going on? What do you need? How can I help? And then kind of connecting them to the resources that is going to save their life as opposed to like throwing them in jail, which really doesn't do anything. Or, or when the police come and they don't have enough training in mental health crises and they come and amp it up. I mean, you know, we saw that with Matthew Tucker in in my hometown, you know, down in Marietta, where he was having a mental health crisis and called and he ended up being shot and killed by the police when his mother was like, I'm trying to save my son's life, you know, because they don't have the proper training and it, 
you know, we expect police to do too many things and then they can't. And when they can't do the things that they need to do properly, somebody dies, somebody can die at the end of that. So, I mean, to have an alternative where I love it, somebody comes who's unarmed and to have a conversation, somebody who is trained for mental health crises and to deal with these kind of things or to deal with extreme poverty and to give resources rather than throwing somebody in jail for having a mental health crisis or throwing someone in jail for being poor. Like it just starts a cycle of stuff that never ends. So I, I, I like, I'm a hundred percent in love with this program already. Heck yeah. And um, if this interests you, or if you're a virgining group kind of going on this journey, check out beyond survival. And uh, we do this till we free us Uh, beyond survival. It was edited by Ejeris Dixon and another fabulous uh, person. Her name escapes me. I apologize, but uh, beyond survival. We also did episodes about it. Go back and check it out. But it is a collection of strategies and stories from transformative justice leaders, including like very technical breakdowns on how you actually do this. We Do This Till We Free Us is a new book by Marim Kaba, who's heavily involved in transformative justice. So if this stuff interests you, go further. This was a quote I like. I think this comes from Pad. The expansion of Atlanta's 311 services, funded in large part through the city budget, allows callers to request PAD for concerns related to basic needs, public health, substance use, and mental health. These requests are then passed along to a PAD harm reduction team to offer immediate support to those referred as well as connections to housing and other resources. Callers use 311 to seek assistance for people yelling outside of businesses, relieving themselves in public, appearing disoriented or walking through traffic, along with other survival activities that otherwise often lead to police interactions and jail. According to their website, PAD responds to non-emergency quality of life concerns uh, related to mental health, substance use, or extreme poverty including disturbances such as someone yelling outside of a business or blocking traffic, public indecency, such as someone naked or bathing in a public place, welfare, such as someone asking for food or help, mental health, such as someone who appears disoriented, erratic, or is talking to themselves, substance use, such as someone using drugs in public, Basic needs, such as someone in need of shelter and sleeping outside. Public health, such as someone getting food from a dumpster or using the bathroom in a public place. So then after the 311 community referral is made, a two-person pad harm reduction team will travel to the area and attempt to engage the referred individual. If they consent... PAD conducts an initial, an initial intake interview and begins working with them to identify their immediate needs. PAD offers transportation to emergency shelters if needed, as well as care navigation and connections to other service providers. I'm, I just, I mean, how awesome would that be if that were just the case for 
everything. Like not everything needs to end up in jail. I mean, a lot of these issues, like you said, these are people who are in need of help, right? If somebody is walking around naked outside, things are not going well, right? Like something is obviously wrong and putting them in jail isn't going to help that, but getting them the help they need, figuring out what their basic needs are rather than you're breaking the law. I'm going to put you in handcuffs and then stick you in the back of a cop car, which is only going to escalate the problem. I mean, it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. I do too. And we're seeing this a lot over like a couple different states. Also, like I said at the top, it saves your state money. So if you're dealing with like an incredibly like difficult board, uh, local government, like that's also another angle. Like this is saving them money. So just to like cap it off, this is like their accomplishments so far. They diverted 69 people in 2018 and in 2019, they expanded to 28 beats. They were awarded the Civic Impact Award for Government Innovation by the Center for Civic Innovation. PAD also successfully completed the two-year pilot and diverting 150 people and providing harm reduction-based case management and more. 2020, the LEAD Bureau selected PAD to serve as one of seven sites nationally for the LEAD Proof of Concept cohort as a model site for law enforcement-assisted diversion. Awesome. Like, wow. I just keep saying it, but I mean... Like why this should be exciting you if you're listening to this and you're watching the news in your city, get involved with your city council, like look this stuff up and propose things like this. Like this is how you make active changes. This is how you can help save lives. This is the type of stuff that we need across the country. Yeah. And uh, do your research, find out these names. Like, here we go. Something called lead bureau, you know, they, they, The people in Atlanta went and attended a conference hosted by LEAD. And then, boom, three years later, LEAD is giving them awards and bringing their people in to to do better. So it's like get get yourself connected. Or if there is a similar group, especially run by like a uh, Black person, get involved and help them, especially if you are white. White saviorism, that's a story for another day. But do not come in there and start um, putting stuff together like like they need you to save them, okay? There are a lot of communities where this stuff is already going on. If you're white, go find them and support them. If nothing exists, no matter what your color Um, Start with your school board, do your research, get involved, and always go further. But anyway, back to PAD. So this is what's happening now. PAD, in partnership with the City of Atlanta's non-emergency 311 City Services line, launched the 311 Community Referral Services for quality of life concerns related to mental health, substance use, or extreme poverty. PAD 311 expanded to city-wide. And now the lead diversion services, they've also expanded to include these police officers uh, all across Atlanta. So it's just going further and further. You will see 
tons of stories like pad cropping up if you google it this this 311 this alternative um to policing when it comes to mental health substance use extreme poverty these are these universal the least controversial areas where the majority of americans can understand and support keep looking for them if you're interested in this go further start there the basic needs of the community is often the least controversial so you can have the most movement whatever your grassroots is whatever's going on there if you're a white person my advice uh, add to the glow of the black female leaders in that community already doing the work do not take over do not center yourself and by god by all means do not think that you are a savior that's coming in to save a group of people. But anyway, I'm sorry, I could go on and on about that. But yes, mental health services, 311, alternatives to 911, saving money, everybody's happy. Yeah, so go further. You've got this. You can do this. But yeah, so if you like this podcast, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread the word about the show. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can always email us with your stories of activism, whether it's your personal story or a great news article that you want us to talk about. We would love to do that. You can email us at the Red Dove Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Mm-hmm.